Yo, 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 welcome back to the Feather Your Lifestyle Podcast, conversations on lifestyle, passions, and hustles. My name's Chris Furlong, I am your host, and I'm super excited to be back here having the conversation with you. Episode 51 today, and at the time of the release of this episode, tomorrow is actually the one-year anniversary of this podcast, which is just it's just wow. And I've been talking about this over the last couple of weeks of how we've been rolling closer to this milestone. And it's it's been such a blast to actually do this. And I did mention there is going to be a giveaway. So to find out all the latest details, not just on the giveaways, but if you want to stay up to date, jump over to my Instagram over at at Feather Your Lifestyle and all the details will be there. And that's where you can keep up to date with other things that are going on. Now, today, what I actually want to chat to you about, and it, it kind of comes back to the whole I guess, reflecting on how I've gotten to this point. And this isn't a recap or a reflection of the last year, but it's actually about just what's really been resonating with me over the last, I guess, couple of weeks. And that is about setting your vision statement. And maybe you would know this more of maybe a North Star or a mission statement or something that you can just lean back on. And I guess, keep shooting towards, um, whether it's goals or ambitions. But the whole point of this statement is to, to capture that all. And, and it, it kind of just gives you that navigating or that roadmap to help keep you back on track, keep you back on path. If you lose focus or lose direction. Now, I don't want to just chat about it. I actually want to help you understand it, the importance of it and how it can be of a benefit for you. And I think the best way to do this is probably with some story time. I want to share with you my own example, my own mission statement, my own vision statement. And Hopefully this will help clarify and give you a better insight of, you know, why it might work for you, but also to inspire you to create your own. And I actually wrote mine, jeepers, I think it was back when I was around 16. It might've been a bit later, but it's about 15 years ago almost, which which just blows my mind. But I'll be honest, it's it's probably taken me 15 years to really get very close to understanding what that means. And it's probably actually been in the last 16 months that I've really been able to embrace and I guess start to actualize and uh, live this mission statement every day. And and that's the whole purpose of it, but it's, it's a journey to get there. So what is the statement? Like, what am I talking about here? Well, let me share it with you. I want to inspire, be innovative and promote success through all that I do and to the people around me. I wish to spread happiness and express life through my actions, I plan to create opportunity through my visions, dreams, and inspire those around me to aspire further in their own lives. Now, there's a lot there. It's deep. There's a lot of, <laughs> there's, it's just deep. There's a lot, right? And I, and I think that can come across as a little overwhelming and maybe it sounds a little cliche or a little, <laughs> you know, airy fairy or whatever. But to me, it's always been very important to me. And I, I think if I backtrack all the way back to my early teen years of when I actually, well, not my early teens, but when I actually wrote this and actually started thinking about this, but, you know, back as a teenager, like most of us, you know, we're, we're a youngling of the world of business and the world of business didn't really have the same, I guess, understanding that it does today. And, and, and it, it doesn't, right? Because you don't know what you don't know back then. And there's still a lot of things I don't know now. But back then, when, when we're talking about the world of business, hustles and passions, you know, they, they were still very tip of the iceberg kind of, um, I guess, levels in my head. And I had goals, I had dreams, and majority of them were probably just to do the norm, to be honest, you know, go to uni, get a job, fall in love, get married, buy a house, and and, and the rest will just happen the rest being some bigger dream. And that's kind of what's like instilled into us as we grow up, you know, whether it's through education or whether it's just through people around us, you know, that, that's kind of, it's like the Australian dream. It's like the American dream, you know, it's, it's kind of like 
do this, do this, do this, and everything else will be good and you'll be happy and la-di-da-di-da. But for some reason, and I, I honestly don't know why, but there was a lot of frustration of me seeing other people being successful or me wanting my own ambitions, which, you know, at the same time, it's, it's, it's a good thing to have ambition and, and goals, but it's not good to be jealous and be frustrated because other people have it. But, and I'm still trying to really lock down and identify what, what really pushed me to write this. And, and I can't remember, it could have been something I read or maybe, maybe from another blogger or something like that, but I did. And it took, it took a quite a few attempts, but I think if I, if I skip a couple of years, when I'm writing it, it didn't really mean much, but I just wrote it because that's what I wanted to have. But if I fast forward to 18 to 22, the years of me going through uni and then discovering of who I wanted to be and then starting a job and all that. By this time, I had actually started to share some positive messages and trying to be an example in all that I do. And, you know, we, we, we do that in the persona that we create, in who we become. Um, and, but as much as I knew I wanted to finish uni at this time, I, I, I think you know, getting a job and, and all that jazz. I knew I wanted to have something for my own. I just, I just wasn't sure what it was. And I've, I've done a number of different things. I've tried to start a couple of different businesses back during university and after university with, with friends at university. And, you know, those things we thought they were going to be tickets to something bigger and better. And I hadn't even started working a corporate job then, but you know, you, you try all these different things, but by the time I had finished doing university and I got a job, it was the start of planning to create a living, right? And, you know, you're going to get a job, you need to start paying bills and become an adult and all those adult things, right? And but in parallel, I actually was already looking to find a way to escape getting out of that life or escaping the, the nine to five in, in air quotes. I actually remember when I got my job working um, in, in professional services doing IT, I, I remember w- walking into work. So, I used to catch the train, it would be about an hour and a half commute and walking into into work and for the first couple of weeks, you know, you're kind of just doing orientation, getting used to it and just learning who's who in the zoo and all that jazz. And I actually remember listening to two podcasts. They were on repeat. I was just basically doubling down on all the back-to-back episodes. And this is while I'm starting my new job. Um, and this was the Smart Passive Income podcast and the Solopreneur um, Hour podcast. And these two, basically, they have been monumental in actually helping me build a different mindset. And it's funny because I was already thinking of how can I get out of this to do something for myself? And I hadn't even really started it, but that was the intent. I always knew I wanted to have this bigger dream, this bigger goal and something. I just, I just didn't know what it was. And you know, that, that's why I have the North Star, but the North Star hadn't kind of clicked yet. But if we, if we dive back to what was really happening at this period, so started working full time, listening to the podcast, dreaming, having all these ambitions, wanting to do all these different things. And I started blogging actually. I, I, I've, I've jumped, I've actually had quite a lot of blogs over the years. I've had something that was actually combining my, my sentimental side of things, you know, deep thoughts and whatnot, and also applying it with some technical background being, you know, I loved technology and, you know, I was in the IT industry. So co- combining those two things. And then I moved across to more words of wisdom, like daily inspiration. And then I actually started a blog, which, you know, lasted for a good three years or so. And that was focusing around, you know, aspiring to aspire others. And I, I eventually actually moved to daily blogging with inspiration um, to help people win the day and win the year. And and that actually I did for 365 days for three years in a row. And the first year I did it was, 
it was, it was game changing. It was really good. I loved it. It was a great way to learn building a blog and just learning how to write and all those, all those different things. Year two, it, it got a little rough. It was, I mean, it was still there and it was exciting and I was living it. But by the time I got to year three, I was struggling because I had drifted away from the original purpose of why I was doing it. And I was just doing it because I felt like I had to do it. It was a chore. Um, and I was doing it more so just to prove that I could get it done. And, you know, I didn't really have much for following and I was obviously doing it for the wrong reasons, but I couldn't figure out why. But I kind of lost the plot on that. I didn't see the value of why and other than doing it for the sake of doing it, right? And in year three, that's also when I had started to take a deeper focus. I had actually launched my previous business, which was before this podcast, which was called Furry, um, and which is now the podcast, Furry Your Lifestyle. And I had started to focus to build that out. And that was basically selling apparel, motivational clothing to help people pursue their passions, right? Um, and I was focusing on building content to motivate and help people pursue those passions while at the same time trying to push that apparel out, you know, for a way of making some dollars. Now, at at, at this point, let's just reflect back on where I'm at compared to the mission statement, right? So, you know, if I look back at the mission statement, there's a lot there, right? There's, we're talking about, (laughs) I wanted to inspire, I wanted to be innovative, I wanted to promote success through all that I do to everyone that's around me, you know, spreading happiness, expressing life uh, through my actions, right? And I wanted to create opportunities through my visions, dreams to inspire those around me to aspire further in their own lives. So there's a lot there. And if I reflect on what was actually happening at this point, I had the intentions to inspire and spread happiness and express life. That's what I was doing. I was trying to do it through blogs. I was trying to help create that, I guess, atmosphere around me. However, when it came to dreams and, you know, inspiring, I guess, others to aspire further, there was still a bit of a catch-22 here because um, encouraging others to pursue passion, chase dreams is great. Like, it's it's really good, right? It's really good. But in all honesty, I wasn't even doing it myself, right? And I hadn't kind of clicked at this yet because here I was, was trying to live this idea of being something greater and helping other people achieve it. But I wasn't even trying to work closer to do it. I thought if I could help other people do it, then I could actually do it myself because people would pay me for it or whatever. But I wasn't even doing it myself. I was kind of just doing it at most 5%, 10% of my weekly effort of, you know, working and doing whatever that was put into these, this project, into this passion project of furry and, and blogging and, and all that jazz. So I hadn't really gotten to that point yet. But I, I want to make it very, very clear here that, you know, <laughs> I'm not trying to say that you, you shouldn't be doing a nine to five. What I'm saying is that I wasn't working with the dreams and goals as my intent or as my priority. I was working with the intent of building a safety net of, you know, being comfortable and having that job security. And I had this idea that these these things would come. Like, I, I think we just expect that everything would just change. Everything would just land in our pockets where everything will just fall fall into being, which it's it's not always true. Though. Things don't just happen. You have to actually do some work. You actually have to do some things to make it happen. So I hadn't kind of clicked on this yet. And what happens next is I continue to focus on working. Actually, I kind of lost a lot of momentum in trying to build out something outside of the nine to five. I prioritize doubling down my, my mindset and workload. Um, so working more, working overtime, working on the weekends. And I guess I allowed myself to, to justify it as well, but I was still in the back of my mind, hoping that something was going to change. And at, at the same time of doing all this, I was, 
I was doing running videos on YouTube. I was still sharing content on my, on my furry um, apparel website and Instagram. But it wasn't with full intent. It was hoping that I was ticking a box and expecting it to to blow up and everything was just going to change. You know, like I was expecting that I was going to make some money from these shirts and then I would just all of a sudden be able to have more money and I wouldn't have to work. But that's not the way it works. But I think that's the mentality. You make it and everyone else was doing it. And I could see that theirs was so successful and, and progressive. And this was back when Gymshark started, right? And you see Gymshark taking off and this guy's just made it out of the back of his house. And, you know, you see all these success stories, but it wasn't really playing out the same way for myself. So I did this for about two more years, um, give or take, right? And likely what started to push me, I guess, into challenging my thinking around my mission and actually living it was was this. It, two things, actually. I had a few people which I, I regretted actually came to this. It's something which has really, really taught me a lot of lessons now. Um, they called me out, right? And what I mean by that is here I was encouraging people, as I said, to chase dreams, pursue passions, and make it happen. And yet they they called me out because they could not see me doing it with the same or with the same intent or investing the same heart into what I was telling others to do. And I didn't really get it then. I, I, it was hard to kind of get it all, but eventually it kind of compounded and I just snapped at that. But it really did wake me up. Um, it hurt. It really did hurt. And I got defensive about it. I look about it, think about it now and think it was so right. It was true, right? It, it, it challenged my whole thinking of what am I doing? Like something has to change. Like this isn't, they're right. You know, this this isn't the right way of doing things. And secondly, this is when the pandemic started to to hit. This is when, um, at this point, things were changing, right? It meant that the ways I was trying to sell apparel, it wasn't going to work because I was drop shipping. Um, and that meant that became a bit of a blocker. So all of a sudden I was changing the way I was doing. I wasn't motivated around trying to make that happen because I didn't have product to kind of put behind people or to, you know, promote people with or to sponsor people with and, and all that jazz. And secondly, as I said, the pandemic hit, that, that came with a few issues and this and with point one, that's when I guess this fueled that frustration even more of what am I doing? And it started to bubble up even more. And when I looked back at my North Star, I couldn't see where I was headed. I couldn't understand what's going on. What am I doing? Where am I going? And long story short, having a big, hard look at myself, I found something had to change. Something really had to change. And people think things are just going to change. Like, you know, oh, maybe... You know, there was even thoughts of like, oh, well, if, you know, if I got fired, then I'd, I'd be able to work on it. Or if this happened or that, or, and, and they're all things which they're not going to happen. And you shouldn't even be thinking about those kind of things. They're excuses to, to hold you back. So I kind of had to kind of think about, well, something had to give, something had to change. If I want to change, I had to do it. And I've spoken about this a few times and that meant I needed to take control of the things that I wanted to make a reality. I needed to take the hard decision and rip off that band-aid. And that's when I decided that I needed to take a chance on me, step away and chase those dreams and aspirations and goals and really just go all in. And I guess that's how this podcast and all that surrounds that and the lifestyle I have now has kind of come to life, right? And it's taken me obviously in the last year to to really embrace it all. And I've done some pretty cool stuff that I'm very, very proud of in the last year, building out this podcast, making it happen, starting my own business to be able to, you know, fuel my my lifestyle in terms of pay for bills and help me invest and save and all that jazz. And 
in the last, now that I've done it for a year, in the last month or so, I hadn't really soaked it all in. And I've been doing that in the last month. And it's just, I've just been taking in the moments to digest it all and having received feedback from people, comments, encouragements. And that's from many of you listening and other people as well. It's been one of the most encouraging moments. And I kind of feel like it's just kind of hit me. And I've just realized, wow, this is, this has actually happened. I did this and obviously I'm still doing it, but a big thank you to everyone that has reached out and, and given me support and encouragement. But I guess from all of this, you know, my big takeaway is now I'm actually making it happen. But the real big takeaway is you, you cannot just expect to just flick a switch and everything is just on, like, and everything's working and everything's just figured out. It's, it's not how it works. The key here is if you create a vision or a statement or a North Star for yourself, like what I had mentioned at the start, it won't be all just happening. It won't just all happen as you have written it, right? Like it's going to require you to actually take that, run with it, build it, create that, live it and own it, right? You're going to have to take a year, take two years, five years, 10 years, 15 years to really develop that, mold that and use it as a guiding post to direct you in keeping you aligned to where you want to go of whatever those goals and dreams are. And sometimes those goals and dreams are fuzzy, fluffy, and you don't know what they are. You just know it's not what you're doing now. And that's okay if you don't know what they are, but you know that you don't want to be doing what you're doing now and as a means to an end. That's the start of that. And I feel I'm truly starting to really actually live that that mission statement now and own it now. And I'm excited to see what that's going to bring for me over the next year and the years to come. But I know there will still be a lot of lessons and a lot of learnings that will come through that. But And that's all part of the journey. But I think for you, if, if, if you're stuck, and I feel like a lot of people are probably feeling like things will get better. I want to do this. I just don't know how it's going to happen. And that's where I was at. And it was a lot of toing and throwing back and forth of just things are going to get better. And it wasn't until I ripped off that bandaid and made an action plan to make it happen, which in this case, it was very aggressive and bold and stepping away from working the nine to five, but you don't have to do that, right? You, you can find ways of working out of that and getting yourself out of a rut. And sometimes it's just having someone to talk to or someone to keep you accountable or someone to support you and, and all that jazz. So what I'm trying to say is like, there's probably a lot of you feeling that, yeah, you know that you have all these goals, aspirations. You don't really know what they are. It just means that you know what you're doing now isn't that. And that's what you want to tap into. Start to develop and create something that you can write down of who you want to be. What that does that look like? And what does that on paper, what do you stand for? What do you want to present to people that find you and see you as a persona, I guess? And I would love to hear from you. Do you have one? Are you looking at creating one? What are your thoughts about this? Share it with me. You know, like, let's 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 continue the conversation. Have a think about it. What is it? And what could it look like? Maybe you don't want to share it, but <laughs> I really want you to really take the time and think about it and really consider about seeing if one would work for you. Because for me, it's been something that when I have got to those sticky situations of feeling rutted or deep or, you know, in a gutter, referring back to it has enabled me to kind of okay, this is what I got to do. This is what I want. And look, that might adjust and it might change. But for me, it's been something to lean back on and keep me honest and keep me focused on where I'm trying to go. Um, as I said, let's let's continue the conversation. 
hit me up on Instagram at Further Your Lifestyle um, or Twitter at Further Your Life, or you can send me an email and let, let's talk about it. Um, an email at hello at furtheryourlifestyle.com. And I would love to have that conversation with you or just hear it out. And maybe you want to do more. Maybe you want to have a call or something. Regardless, you've got to reach out. You've got to have that conversation with me before I can even start to dabble in in seeing what, what makes more sense. But I would encourage you to go 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 suss this out this week. If you're not doing anything today, spend spend 10 minutes, 20 minutes writing this down, having a think, having a reflection on this because it, it can be life-changing. It really, it really can be life-changing and it might not be instant, but it will start to um, unravel itself as you proceed to pursue that, that, that mission statement. Really do appreciate you being here. Um, as I said at the start of this episode, um, episode 51, and we're basically hitting one year on the podcast, which is pretty, pretty exciting. Like it's really weird to think about it, but we are, we've, we've done one year. So there will be a giveaway. Jump over to my Instagram for more details on that. Of course, you might be listening to this after that. There'll be plenty more things that I'm doing with the community. So don't feel like you've missed out. Um, but I would encourage you. Yeah. Jump on over, see what else, leave a comment, say hi, drop me a DM. Um, of course you can jump over on Twitter as well. Now, if you are on the YouTube experience and watching this, uh, you can drop down, leave a comment, and there's some show notes in the descriptions there as well. Um, The other thing that I would really, really encourage, if you do enjoy this, if you did take something away from this, is if you could share this with someone, if you think this will resonate with someone, share it, um, send it to them and say, hey, you know, have a listen to this. They don't have to listen to the whole thing. There might be just a certain segment of the episode. That would mean the world to me. Um, And if you want to leave a review on Apple um, podcast, then please go ahead and do that as well. You can rate this on Spotify as well. Uh, all that means the world to me, um, of course, but no pressure. <laughs> um, appreciate being here and I hope you've taken away something from this episode. Um, I love having these conversations with you. And most of all, I, I hope that, yeah, you have a wonderful day. Cheers. Now, if you didn't know, we do have the podcast merch and this is with a key focus of enamel pins. Now, if you haven't checked these out, make sure you do because the intent of these are really just to be a small token and a reminder for you to charge on, to push on and to further your lifestyle, Uh, whether it is a gift for someone else to encourage them or maybe to inspire them, or maybe it's a way to motivate yourself, or you can simply just make a purchase to simply support the podcast, which would be greatly appreciated. We do also have some sweaters and some long tees, so make sure you check it out. Link in the description and in the show notes. Really do appreciate it. Cheers.